So welcome everybody. Um, anybody that doesn't know me, my name is Ellie Cohen. I'm a medical Qigong practitioner and energy healing coach. I've been studying this uh, for quite a while. This is actually my second career, <laughs> but I've been teaching it for over 10 years now. And, uh, and uh, I recently about uh, what, um, last year, I think I started this, uh, this platform called Qi Talk. And really, uh, I find that uh, when I work one on one with people, or sometimes even when I teach classes, there's a lot of stuff that I don't that I don't have to, uh, I cannot express, so I cannot go in detail. So and some people don't join the, the, the workshop, I have a workshop, I have a high end platform, but sometimes, uh, so I wanted to put something that is out there where everybody can hear everybody can, can, uh, can tap into and, and elevate their 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 quality of life using easy principle from uh, traditional Chinese medicine from energy healing practice that I've studied that I use and that my client use so uh, so this is uh, a series of talks I think this is the fourth one we we're gonna have five talks about how to boost your energy everybody wants energy and qi gong is working with your energy qi is life force energy and gong is uh work or cultivation of life force energy and we all talk about energy and <laughs> i have low energy i have high energy and everybody wants a lot of energy and good quality of it calm happy good energy uh, and so uh so this is uh this five talks devoted to that and today we're going to talk about uh, something that uh, some easy practice that you can incorporate into your day that can really change your uh, your day and, and your life. So uh, I like to start with, uh, like always, with a little bit of a opening ceremony, if you will. So let's uh, let's get into our body. Let's get into our body. Let's close our eyes, if you will. <clears throat> And just connect with yourself. Just connect with your own body. And just see where, when I say, go to your body, where is the first place that you go to? Where do you put your attention? Is it the hands? Is it the, the, the torso? Is it the legs? It's very interesting to see when you say, going to the body, where? immediately you go to and expand your attention to encompass the entire form and shape of your body as you sit here now entire form and shape of the body and you see that you can your attention can travel from this place to this place but you can also grasp the entire form and shape of it And let's feel the feet touching on the floor. And the floor, the earth, is a big energy, a big energy uh, area that's huge underneath us. Just think about the whole planet, it's really big. And how deep inside the center of the earth is, it's really vast and kind of hard to even visualize it. And our feet are being nourished by this energy beneath us. So just acknowledge that, that you could just 
whenever you think about that vast source of energy and you just touch it with your feet, how much energy you can soak up from the earth. Yeah, so it's interesting where we put our mind, our attention in our body or in outside our body, like in the earth, in a, in a certain way, it could nourish us. Or in a different way, it could actually do the opposite, drain our energy. So that's very interesting in terms of working with energy, right? And let's, let's look or acknowledge why your eyes are closed, the space above you. We call it heavenly chi, above your head, above the ceiling of your house. The vastness of, you know, you can you know from scientific standpoint, the, the the atmosphere and how big that space is above you. And I, if I say nourish your body with the energy above you, how would you do that? If I just say it, nourish your energy from the vastness of field of energy above you, what would that look like? How would you do it? Visually in your mind. And let's also connect with the horizon on all sides. And the horizon really symbolizes in Taoist perspective and Chinese medicine, the meeting of yin and yang of heaven and of earth. It meets in the horizon. That's where connection happens. That's where energy happens. This is where uh, the yin and yang give birth to the Tao, to nature. And we are part of nature. So we are between heaven and, and earth. So let's acknowledge the horizon on all sides, 360 degrees, behind your heart, in front of it, on the side. Connect to your heart. Yeah, the heart is the middle Dantian, the middle energy center, and it connects to the horizon. Yeah, when you see a beautiful sunset, when you walk in the top of a mountain and see the view, when you see the horizon, the heart opens. The heart finds it's very soothing to see an open horizon. So let's see it with the eyes closed. Let's nourish our heart with that space all around us. And if you will, let's close this practice with putting both hands on the heart and bringing to mind three things that you're grateful for that happened today. Three things. And which one was the most important of all? and why <laughs> you know and i guess i could say also did you find three things or was it hard to find
Nice. And let's open the hands and open the eyes. Beautiful. It's a moment of mindfulness. Always nice in the middle of the day. It's noontime here in the Pacific uh, uh, Pacific time zone in California. It's a beautiful summer. <laughs> and today we're talking about energy, how to cultivate energy. So was it hard for you to find three things you, you find grateful for today that happened today? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But what, what science tells us and what we know is that the human minds process thoughts all the time, all the day. And we have scientists, researchers found that we have 70,000 thoughts every day. And for some reason, we, we only, only um, actually most of them, 85% of the thoughts are, are negative, are fear-based so negative thinking, <laughs> everybody has negative thinking. And the funny thing is that every day you think the same thought that you thought yesterday, 95% of the thought that you had today were also yesterday. So I, so you, you're thinking the same thought and most of them, 85% are negative thoughts. And that's an average human being. And so uh, we have all kinds of, and we know in Qigong, I mean, with Qigong, we're thinking so much about how to, to cultivate more healing and it always comes from positive outlook. Yeah, and health and healing is coming from, uh, from, from having good thoughts, from being calm, from being happy. Yeah, we all striving for more energy, for good energy. And then we have this, uh, uh, we know that we, most of our thought, either we are conscious thinking of them or unconscious, subconscious are negative. And what scientists, and, and that's not good for health and healing. <laughs> and that's a lot of it is draining our energy, draining our energy. And I remember when I was in um, one of my meditation retreat, there was a period of time about 10, 10 over 10 years ago that I was doing a lot of big long meditation retreats most of them were silent and you can really tune into yourself and I remember at one time that after a, a really long meditation retreat and everybody started to talk and it's really hard to process information because you were silent for so many days uh and um and I remember this one guy that I made friends with. He was a French guy living in uh, in California. He, I made friends with him before the retreat. He came to me after and he started to told, tell me all his epiphanies uh, and the idea that he decided to go back to France after this meditation. He had this realization and he talked all kinds of negative things about the U.S. and California. <laughs> and these negative thoughts... I could feel them running through my body. I could actually feel my body, my body feeling. I felt kind of sick. I was there was nothing against him, or I I know he's going through his process, but I really felt it. I was so sensitive at that time. I was super sensitive in my body because I was meditating a lot, so I could feel the vibration. It was very interesting. I could feel the vibration of of words, and if it was positive. I felt like my heart opened my energy. I felt better. And especially with him, I felt like I had to leave and I actually left. I told him, I just cannot hear it anymore. I need to leave. 
and I just felt really, really, a, a really bad vibes in my body just from him saying uh, the word no and all these negative things. So there's a lot of impact of energy impact of negativity and of negative thoughts. And um, and so how do we deal with this? And by the way, what the what the Buddhists tell us that where it comes from, Buddhists and the Taoists, what they tell us, where does it come from? Why? Are we having such a strong negative bias? Well, the scientists all, always talk about the fact that in back in the days when our ancestors were trying to survive, the people that survives are the one that if there was a rumble around the, the bush, they, they will actually think that it was a tiger and they would hide or run away. And these are the people that survived. So the people that survived, our ancestors, are the one that always looking for the negative, right? Always, always, uh, always in survival mode. Always in in a thing projecting uh, a negativity. So uh, this is why in science, science it's explained the negative bias, the the eighty five percent negative thoughts, because we always looking for danger. This now we 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 don't have danger. So what happened is that the stress and negative thoughts come into our muscle right and they tense so we have a lot of tension we hold in our body because back in the days it was the fight or flight response we could have just ran away or fight the tiger but now we're sitting in a car we have negative thoughts and what do we do with them so exercising is very good doing qigong is very good but uh really uh we have all the <laughs> all these negative thoughts now from buddhist perspective we're saying that this is a misconception Negative thinking is a, is a fundamental misconception um, bit, uh, equating, we are equating being with having. Yeah, so it comes from the, the root of all suffering comes from jealousy and envy. That's it, that brings root, that brings life to fear. We are afraid of something, but it comes first from jealousy and envy. This is mine. Yeah, so what you have, you equate, I have this car, therefore, I feel I'm more important. Or I have this house, yeah, so, or I have my partner, therefore, I'm this. So you, by owning things, by having things, I have access to this and that, so I'm more. So by equating having and being so you if you if you lose something yeah this is the attachment syndrome right if we lose we lose a parent we lose a child we lose a house we lose something we are we are feeling like something being taken out of our own self even though you are whole without anything so um so a fear from losing uh um uh jealousy i want this i this is kind of like um part of part of this whole thing part of the 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 negative thought so what do we do <laughs> so uh i just wanted to share a practice that is very powerful it's uh um i studied with a teacher that was and i loved this practice and it's practice that you do a few times a day you can actually do it every round hour but that might be too much to start with, but you can do it like three times a day, middle of the day, morning and evening, if you want. 
and this practice is really to shift your mind it's very powerful um and i've heard stories about people really healing from from ailment from that i haven't i haven't directly connected i give it to my clients too i haven't directly connected it with that practice with a significant like direct health but uh but i can feel it that my day is better it's it's practice that was um that was uh you know it's it's a buddhist practice a beautiful practice and it's really a, a practice of what we did in the beginning of the of this call is opening your and it doesn't have to be that long it could be just it could be just few seconds opening to the energy field all around you and uh find three things that you grateful for and it's really a practice of gratitude and we talk a lot about gratitude journal and we read it a lot and there's so many people talk about it but you know what it really works if you can uh, remind yourself throughout the day things that you're grateful for things that you appreciate in your life your life is going to improve it's actually in energy healing we called it the the abundance trick it's a trick to attract more abundance to your life. Whatever you are grateful for will show up in your life more. So like if I'm grateful for all the money I have, I'll get more, more of it. If I, if I am grateful for all my organs work very well every morning and I was like, wow, I woke up this morning and all my body works, I don't have pain. Wow, that's amazing. And that would attract more of that health. So if you want to attract anything like health, you know, we say, be grateful for your health. If you want, whatever you want to attract, you have to be grateful for. And this is really how you shift slowly into, and if you do it many times during the day, the more energy you're going to have, you will have more energy. And, uh, Another thing that I wanted to share is that whenever we are stressed, whenever we are anxious or angry or upset about somebody, and this time, don't listen to your mind. Don't listen, don't make assumption on this person or whatever this did. Instead, go to your body. Go to your body and feel the sensation that you're feeling without, without making a story. Whenever you're making a story, you're forming an, a belief that came from a place of negativity. That thoughts or belief will 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 be um, will not be good to have it in your mind because you're gonna build onto it. So this is a this is a very very important. So whenever you are in a state of uh, negativity and you notice it, don't make uh, any any. Uh, criticism or judgment on anybody or anything you just uh you just breathe you work more with your body and qigong is a perfect instrument and tool to really uh fo focus on gratitude to uh, elicit it and to to clear negativity from from your body and so that's what we do in the, in our practice in our uh in our classes what we had class this morning <laughs> it was very good. So, um, so this is what I wanted to say, uh, wanted to share about how to get more energy. And this is 
our fourth talk about energy and it's it's connected with with how we appreciate things in our life on a on a regular basis on you know i have this practice i used to do it every hour but it's a lot <laughs> i didn't keep it for a long long time but i do it i do it throughout the day i do it what i do it's very interesting you might want to notice you might want to do something similar is choose an action choose an activity that you do like th over three more than three times a day like for me it's opening the the it's it's getting into the car opening the car door and getting into the car because i live up on the hill and so i drive a lot i drive to the grocery store i drive so i drive more than three times i get into my car more than three times a day so i know that when i sit in the car I do it. I open to the energy field and I'm grateful for some things. So uh, I want you to choose if you if you up for this challenge, if you want to take it on uh, and see how long you can it can last. Choose an action that you do more than three times a day. It could be just going to the bathroom. It could be anything really. Um, and uh, see if you can start it. See if you can start this uh, uh, this practice. And if you don't, uh, if you forget, you have to love yourself more. <laughs> Usually, we lose practices and get off of them because we have self criticism that we don't do them, don't we? <laughs> so, uh, so do the opposite. If you find yourself, oh, I forgot to do it, do say that's amazing that's amazing that i noticed it and i love myself even more and do it right then so um so don't let the this uh derail you all right so this is what i have to say and i, I want to open it to either questions about anything about qigong about practice about uh, or any sharing that you might have on this topic or any other topic i just want to keep it really open because Part of the uh, reason that this Chi Talk started is to give you, uh, to give people that work with me, that practice with me, kind of platform to ask questions that we sometimes don't have during the class time. So anything. Anybody wants to say something? Yes. Okay, Bart, go ahead. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Uh, it's a general question about a, a, a Qigong class. Mm -hmm. is, there, is there a certain uh, order in exercises that there has to be in a Qigong class? I mean, does there has to be, have to be a meditation and, and a breathing exercise and then moving exercise, or is there no rule? Oh, that's a beautiful question about how to build your own daily Qigong routine. That's beautiful. Thank you. You know, um, it's it's very interesting because I've learned from different teacher, different sequences and different way to do things. And uh, a lot of people do this in the beginning of that. You mm -hmm. know, I would say that it's very important in the beginning of, of a class to come into the body in a very calm and acknowledge acknowledge where you are. You know, because because the uh, Qigong class is a journey. Is it like any journey? You have beginning, middle, and an end, right? And and the beginning is always where you are now, 
Yeah, if I want to go to, if I want to drive to San Francisco, I cannot drive to San Francisco if I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> it's like, okay, where am I driving from? Like, how can Google Map draw the map if I don't know where I am? So I always like to start the class with, or my own practice where, okay, where I am? How's my breath? How's my body feels? Where am I emotionally? Where is mentally? What do I want? What do I need? And this is, could be done through breathing, through a kind of a, a little meditation, just a, a way to acknowledge yourself. And then we do, and there's a series of practices in Qigong. There's stretches, there's flow practices, there's, and, um, and you know, I always like to uh, do some stretches before I go into flows, just to open meridian lines before I, I go into a flow practice. So if I go in a heart meridian practice, I would first want to stretch it. But this is me. Sometimes there's, there's uh, a Qigong routines that are without stretches. Qigong um, teachers that don't teach about stretches at all. They like all the rounding. The flow movement are the one to open the body as well. So it's very, and, and because I'm eclectic in my style, I like to also invite you to see what works for you. But I would say there's a beginning, middle, and an end. And the end is always kind of like, you know, it's always a circle. So you always end with where you are right now after class. So I would say, uh, you know, build your routine, what feels good for you. Uh, in general, there's stretches, flow, you know, all the, all the language of Qigong and uh, just work with your own body. And I think if you really focus on what, what you want to do today for yourself, what you want to, uh, what you need or where you are or when you, and where you want to go, where you want to be, what is the intention, what is the intention where you want to go so that that's the last point right like i want to go to san francisco so san francisco is a place but in terms of qigong it could be i want to you know sometimes i come to my class and i see i want to have some uh a deep heart practice like so people feel um feel very open-hearted or can can uh, really focus on this or specific things. It could be anything, but um, setting an intention in the beginning of the class is very important. What do you want? Where do you want to go? Like I want to go to San Francisco, and then so there's a beginning, middle. It's really free flow. If you want, if you would like to do stretches or flows be, be, before or whatever, it's it's really. I would say it's really up to you. It works the best when you listen to yourself and you're tuned into what feels good for you. That's what I found over the years. It's whenever it feels good for you and you do it uh, and you have an intention for that class, all of a sudden it feels really good. Yeah, you have an intention and you have, um, um, and so it's tapping into where you are, where you wanna go, and the middle is like how you get there. And it's really the, how you get there is really, it's really up to you. Is that answer your question? I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm not really regimented with how things work. Like a lot of uh, other teachers that I've learned from, cause everybody has their own style. And what I've done throughout the years is just to do what's good for me. 
and that works really well. <laughs> and you said your your intention. So your intention is the intention for the entire group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Intention for that. What I want to convey. What do I want to convey? What I want. What I want this experience to be. It could be also in a feeling. I want everybody to feel really calm or really connected deeply into the felt sense if it's a heart practice or uh, so there's an intention uh, for the entire group that is based sometimes on my need to be honest <laughs> sometimes I need a certain energy and I'm like you know everybody should experience that that's you know everybody would benefit from it right and if it comes from with you within you it's everybody would actually that's the most important because everybody would really connect to it that's what i've uh, I, uh came to realize that if you take an intention that is not original to what you want it's it could be good but it's best when you are you are you also do it for yourself does that make sense yes yes of course <laughs> Good. I've, I've, mm -hmm. I've also experienced that already. Just yeah. my intention, and then it it will be okay for everyone. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Good. Good job, Bart. I'm so glad you're teaching, <laughs> and I can support you. Is there any other question before we close? Yes, Edward, go ahead. So this was really powerful conversation and I thank you. So I just added two new things to my repertoire, getting in the car and getting into the bathroom. And you know, all this works. And I watched the video on the water uh, that you sent today, which even water can change from Beethoven, from listening to Beethoven. And previous to this conversation, if there was something that I didn't that was negative I didn't want to deal with, I just get into a deep La, la 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 in my head and get out of that previous space and you know the good night qigong i it's it's unbelievable that i'm sleeping seven eight nine ten hours a night yesterday i got up at 8 45 said oh my god I, you know but what i've learned from you and everything and what i do is i tell myself a great story when i get into bed i don't last 60 seconds two minutes i'm gone because I stay in a positive story. I'm watching the positive water reaction. If the water can do it, I can do it. Yeah, you that's know? amazing. I'm so glad you brought that that video that I sent because uh, yeah, Dr. Emoto yeah. showed really the whole world and people did the experiments all over the world after he, he, still when he was alive, but even after he died, there was a, amazing beautiful things and we are 70 percent water so whatever you tell to yourself uh whatever you bless yourself with uh and that's what we do with qigong is this is so so important so positive thinking good thinking is so important to your health it's really transforming your energy so it's also an invitation to come and practice qigong uh, and we do this, what we call a movement practice with meditation, with inducing the mind, inducing positive affirmation into the body and all that. So 
if you'd like to try it, anybody that is out there, this talk is going to be transcribed into the podcast called Awaken the Healer Within. Please join us and experiment, experience with it. This is not, you know, and a lot of people think this is a magic, magic pill. We all used to go to the doctor and take a magic pill and all of a sudden we feel so much difference. And in this practice, it's, it's something that builds up over time. You're going to feel good and you're going to do it three times a week and, and it's just going to improve your life overall. Uh, so it's, it's a small increments of preventative medicine. Thank you, Edward, so much for bringing up, uh, bringing up. And I just wanted to acknowledge you always saying something positive when you come into the talk, always grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful sure you have you. good. <laughs> so, so that's, uh, you're definitely walking, uh, walking the talk, doing the work. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's close it guys. We could a little bit over time. So, but I'm really thankful for everybody that joined us and, uh, please take my, if you, if you feel called for and, really do this practice take it on try it for a week and see how it goes for you and how how better you feel in your body in your mind how much more clear energy you have in your mind it really works all right so let's go into our body let's close our eyes again and let's finish with the hands on the heart both hands on the heart and as we put our hands on the heart, we also connect with the entire universe all around us, the earth beneath, the heavens above, and the horizon. And let's just take a deep breath and inhale all these energies in nature into our heart in a really positive way. And smile to your heart, like smiling into a child, a beautiful child that smiles to you back you know how you go in the street and you smile to somebody and all of a sudden they smile to you back well the same happens with your own organs it's just the rules are everywhere they're all across the board everything you experience outside is also inside everything you experience inside is also outside so let's smile into this baby here <laughs> and really feel how precious it is to you and how precious these organs are to you. Feel the love that you have in your heart. Feel the gratitude. Feel the good feelings that being grateful for feeling what you're feeling right here, right now. And feeling grateful for a beautiful evening to come. You can always be grateful for the future and that will change the future as well. That's really powerful. Yeah, thank you so much for joining. Let's open the hands to the side and open the eyes. And from that space, I wish you a great day and I'll see you in one of the classes. Good to see you guys. And goodbye for now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Corinne. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Edward, Bard. Thank you, Carol. Thank you all for joining. Bye. See you.